Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. There has been a spate of building collapses in Lagos State. On Arise TV, the anchor of Business Week said in the engagement we had on TV while she was hosting me on a show that 115 building collapses have occurred in Lagos State in the last 10 years alone. The corresponding body count to go with this, of course, goes without saying. What is the cost? What can we do? Is this a leadership issue? Yes, it is. Leaders save lives. Leaders only lead living people. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We'll be back after these messages. Awesome Treasures Foundation presents All Joe Buck 2023. Holding Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. At the Galeria Santin, Johannesburg, South Africa. Time is 12 noon. Don't miss it. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenawa, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenawa. On my Instagram page, I made a few remarks, and I was surprised at how far these remarks went. People say she's so forthright, she's telling the truth. We admire her for telling the truth. Number one, thank you very much, everybody, who gave me such good feedback, such positive feedback. It made me wonder, though, that these days it appears people really do shy away from speaking the truth because I didn't set out to be bold or forthright. I was merely stating the facts. I have practiced architecture for over three decades. My own firm, AD Consulting, is 29 years and counting. And I have been involved in over 139 projects. And right now we have 114 buildings standing. I am a chartered arbitrator, being a member of the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators in the United Kingdom. What this means is that I have been involved in this process again and again. Beyond the fact that I'm also a published academic and I was appointed a visiting professor, in the Technical University of Munich, which is Germany's leading architectural program, in 2019. Having laid what my credentials are to speak on this issue, I will say there are two sets of stakeholders, public and private, who contribute in one way or the other to the success or the failure of projects in the construction space. In the private space, consultants and the contractors and subcontractors are the key players in this space. The client must identify, recruit, and remunerate competent professionals to help him actualize his dream. First, the client must identify. Therein lies the problem with most clients. They are unable to identify competent professionals, professionals who cannot handle the project, identify themselves to the client as professionals, and they agree. All the clients decide that they are going to 
mount illegal and unauthorized competitions amongst professionals who are so hungry they go ahead and comply anyway they say design so so and so for my project and then they commission two or three architects unpaid it's usually the architect that bears the brunt of this affront unpaid to engage in this unauthorized design competition such competitions are unethical according to the guidelines of the Nigerian Institute of Architects call architects together to show you their thinking in documented form you must agree a fee for the designs they pay to you identifying and recruiting an architect is like identifying and recruiting a brain surgeon you don't say to a brain surgeon who wants to operate on a tumor in your brain well mr a operate on this mr b operate on that part mr c operate on my frontal lobe and then i will choose one of you you don't a layman is not a competent professional to choose between architects it takes a jury of the architect's professional colleagues to choose the best design scheme how then do i choose an architect you choose an architect the way you choose a neurosurgeon by reference by track record Someone said on my page, yes, but an incompetent professional might rack up referrals and these buildings have not yet collapsed and then you choose him. That's why we say track record. It takes a while to build a track record. By the way, and this is so important, in a building collapse, an architect is not implicated, not in the design. A structural engineer is the one who designs the structure. It's directly under the purview of the structural engineer. the client must remunerate or compensate or pay the professionals therein lies the problem most clients want to negotiate professional fees these are professional fees that have been fixed by gazette as late as 1985 these fees have not been revised to take into account inflation or any other factor since the 1980s yes most clients will try and negotiate the 5% and below an architect is meant to be paid and the same for all other professionals realize that if you pay peanuts you will get monkey delivery and if a professional decides to cut corners in his fees there's a likelihood he's going to cut corners in his delivery they probably will make that money back some way or the other in the cost of the project and it will be at your expense the consultants too be a liability I have worked off at least two projects in my 29 year practice. One of them in Banana Island. The structural engineer he had chosen to work with was asking for what the client could afford and was ready to pay. I didn't know any structural engineer who was willing to work for that amount and at the same time I was not going to let my reputation be soiled by being on a project that was liable to suffer collapse. I resigned. and I gave the client the money I paid for fees at that point back in one check not many professionals do this they would rather stick to the project at any cost just to have something to do and probably because they believe that they can make money from other aspects of the project but some of us do not do that we would rather stick with our reputation and take what the client pays us consultants many have touted themselves as having the ability to deliver leaving clients confused to the point that when clients now are looking for consultants to hire they'd rather go abroad it might have been a factor 
in the building that collapsed along Gerard because the architect, from what we hear, came in from Italy from one of the videos that was released after the incident with the client introducing the architect as an Italian. He wouldn't have had boots on the ground to supervise the building the way he should have. The contractor too has his own part to play. He has to deliver and execute the project to the standards of the consultant's design. The contract procedure is such that the contractor's works are certified by the consultant in question, meaning the structural aspects of the work are certified by the structural engineer. The design aspects of the work are certified by the architect. And the quantities of your signs of on this certified work, it's all presented to the client stage by stage and the client pays the contractor on the recommendation of the consultant. So, some contractors have taken it upon themselves to ensure that the consultants are fired so they can deal with the clients directly and control that space. The client fires his consultants on the contractor's recommendation, runs the risk of having a contractor who has no oversight. The contractor becomes the judge, the jury, and the executioner. These are the issues within the space. Unchecked contractors can deliver the construction to any standard on site, including standards that are way below acceptable safety levels. Finally, we have the regulators. The regulators are the statutory authorities. They are government. Regulators are there to monitor the activities within the building space with a view to ensuring the health and the safety of the populace. We're talking about institutions, corporations, individuals who build, including the government bodies themselves. When there are gaps of any sort, with the regulators being able to discharge their duties according to the mandate that has been given to them by the people, we have issues within the construction space. I thought I should set out a very summarized introduction to activities within the building space. After I had read some of the comments on my page, people thinking, why shouldn't people negotiate? How do we know how much we are meant to pay a consultant? It is in a gazette. I read comments that showed that people do not know that there is a law of contract called JCT, which is different from other laws. I have dealt with senior advocates of Nigeria who do not know this. I have sat on arbitral panels and I realize it's not the standard practice for even lawyers of great reputation to know the JCT. But it's a law of contract regulating the building industry that is over 200 years old. Ignorance is no plea in the court of law. If you are building, you are going to build, you want to enter into this space. Don't forget, it is your responsibility to get the requisite knowledge. Don't forget, a leader knows a little about everything and everything about their own little field. I remember, and I'm fully aware of my promise, that we will be talking about the history of Nigeria, but recent events have meant that I took a break in our schedule to bring you this little excerpt. All of us live in buildings, and most of us will build or buy a building at some point or the other in our lives. Habitat for human functions and processes is an inescapable part of all our lives. Every leader must know about this aspect of life, which touches all of us 
in such a close way. My condolences once again to the friends and the families of those who have lost their lives again in this latest building collapse. And in all these building collapses that we've suffered as a city in Lagos and all over the Federation of Nigeria. It's time for change.